You are tuning into the True North Church Podcast. Our prayer is that you would be inspired and encouraged by today's message. For more information about True North Church, please visit us online at truenorthak.org. Um, my name is Mark, and I'm one of the pastors here. And again, thanks for being here. I, uh, 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 over the next few minutes, I want to talk about three gifts that you can find at Christmas. Anyone here, how many are done, you got, you got all your gifts, you found everything, you're, you're done, You've, you're, 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 there's no more shopping for you left in your house, raise your hand real high. Some of you, how many, how many of you guys are like, no, I'm still got to shop for my wife? And I don't know, I, I ask people, how are you ready for Christmas? They go, absolutely. I look at their wives, they go, well, almost. Because what that means is that we know that most of our wives do 95% of the work, if not 100% for Christmas. Um, I, I, I have... Uh, I grew up in a small town in Oregon, Tillamook, Oregon. Anyone like Tillamook cheese? And uh, I have two brothers. Uh, my parents call them Carl and Pat. I called them Lucifer and Damien. And uh, my older brother, Carl, grew. He, he grew to six feet tall in seventh grade. And so people would ask him, do you play basketball? And he'd look down and say, do you play miniature golf? And uh, in fact, I, I, uh, but my brother and I found the perfect Christmas gift. In fact, I want to show you real quick. It, it was 1981, and this was our school picture from 1981. I had my mom look it up, and uh, um, I'm the cute one, the blonde. Uh, well, we're both blonde. I'm the blonder one there, believe it or not. Um, I still have hair. My brother doesn't. Um, we won't go there. God doesn't put good roofs, good roofs on empty barns, but just kidding. That was a bad joke. Some of you are like, wait a second here. That wasn't very nice. I, uh, but it was 1981, and we had gone to Christmas Eve service at our church, and we always went out to my grandma's house to open presents up. My grandma's name was Rose, and gr- my grandma was bigger than life. I mean, yeah, you know, there's people that are like the life of the party. They're good at hosting parties, and they are a party when you're around. That was my grandma. If there could be more sequins or rhinestones on an outfit, that was my grandma. My grandma was bigger than life. My grandma, my grandma did not sell Mary Kay, but my grandma had a pink Cadillac. Okay, my grandma, wherever she went, she wanted the world to know that Rose Zweifel was there. And, uh, you know, they, I don't know when they built their house because I, I, I don't think I was born yet, but my grandma built this beautiful house. It was on a hill overlooking a river. And this was back in the day where you themed bathrooms. Okay, this was back when they had wallpaper that it was velvety in some areas. Remember those days? Some of we want to forget those days, right? But my, my grandma had a blue bathroom, a yellow bathroom, and a green bathroom. And how do I know that? Because the toilet matched the sink that matched the bathtub. Remember those days? Where the porcelain was colored. Well, my grandmother had a, a, a frog bathroom. In fact, I actually found the wallpaper still. You can buy it on eBay. This, this is my grandma's. I thought my grandmother loved frogs because in the green bathroom, there was frogs everywhere. There was frogs on the wallpaper. There was frogs. She had a, a, a toilet paper holder that was a, fro- it was a frog. And then she had a porcelain. I, I found these on eBay my grandmother was alive I'd have given her I'd give her one but she's not she's in heaven but uh, there was a, a porcelain frog where the soap was on the like the mouth of the frog and then it had three holes for toothbrushes and that's where us three boys we put our toothbrushes there so when we went to grandma's house we used the frog bathroom so I assumed 
my grandmother loved frogs and so on this Christmas Eve in 1981 I learned a lesson I learned my grandmother didn't like frogs the way we thought she liked frogs but my brother and I my twin brother Pat we were all excited because we're walking up to grandma's house after church and we found the biggest toad we'd ever seen in our entire life I don't know how big toads are in Tillamook but it was at least this big and 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 my brother and I thought this is perfect the perfect gift for grandma grandma's gonna flip out and love us so we grabbed that frog put it in a box wrapped it up and could not wait till they passed all the presents out and we're like begging grandma to open our present up first it backfired that night um anyone ever gotten spanked on Christmas <laughs> my dad I, I joked that my dad was patriotic that night my dad gave stripes and we saw stars and they sang God bless America but what happened is grandma opened up the present grandma freaked out screamed and fainted And my dad said, Mark Jonathan's wifel, Patrick John's wifel, you go. And, and my dad pulled his belt off. And I don't remember what happened after that. But I wrote a song to commemorate that. So I'm going to sing. My wife wouldn't let me sing tonight. And so I'm going to sing anyway. And it goes like this. Grandma's wifel fainted from that green frog that Pat and I gave her on Christmas Eve. The wifel twins are going to get a spanking. The bums were spanked and they are still stinging. Hey, there we go. There we go. All right. That's, that's, that's my debut. And that's probably the last time I'm going to sing in church. That night, I remember that night, but there's a night that's even greater than that. That's the night that we celebrate when Jesus was born. And you're like, how'd you get from a frog to that night? Well, we're going to go there. It says in Luke chapter 2, that night, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby guarding the flocks of sheep suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them and the radiance of God's glory surrounded them they were terrified but the angel reassured them don't be afraid he said I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people the Savior yes the Messiah the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by the sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth and lying in a manger. It says, when the angels returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, come, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that's happened. So they, they left their sheep and they said, let's go find this Jesus. He's going to be wrapped in swaddling clothes. He's going to be lying in a manger. Let's go find this one, the Savior of the world, the Messiah. And I, 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 they, they found Jesus. On This was the first Christmas Eve. This is the one that our calendars were changed because of this day. This, this changed history. And so tonight I want to ask you a question. What are you going to find on Christmas? Not what's wrapped under your Christmas tree. But because of the first night when the angels showed up and told the shepherds, don't be scared, don't, don't, don't be concerned, don't be alarmed, we come with good news. We come with great joy. We come to tell you about a Savior, the Messiah that's been born. 
And so tonight I want to talk about three things real quickly we can find this Christmas. The first thing we can find is this Christmas you can find forgiveness because of that night. The angel said today the Savior was born. See, we need forgiveness. Anyone here ever done something wrong? Anyone do something stupid? I told you the stupid thing I did on Christmas that made grandma freak out and faint. But we've all, the Bible says there's something called sin. And in fact, the Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And, and, and in fact, the definition of sin is missing the mark. It's, miss, it's messing up. It's taking the cookie from the cookie jar when you were told not to take the cookie from the cookie jar. And the wages of sin is death. Sin is something you, uh, uh, wage is something you earn for something you do. See, I, I read a Christmas card that came in the mail. It said, I, it said this, if, if our greatest need was information, God would have sent an educator. If our greatest need was technology, God would have sent a scientist. If our greatest need had been money, God would have sent an economist. If our greatest need was pleasure, God would have sent an entertainer. But our greatest need was forgiveness, so he sent us a savior. I didn't know this growing up, but I learned later on as I studied that uh, anyone here ever have a goldfish? And, uh, you know, goldfish stay the size of their container. I don't know if you know this. They, they actually secrete a growth inhibiting hormone that keeps them, it's like a poison that keeps them from growing. And that's why you could take a one inch, a little small one inch goldfish, put it in a large aquarium, it'll grow to three inches. Take it, take it, or, or put it in a, in a, in a, in a large outdoor pool and it'll grow like a koi. It'll keep growing till it, it'll be huge. They actually secrete a hormone that keeps it the size of its environment. How many want to know that, that sin is actually something inside of us that is killing us and outside of someone picking us up and putting us in a different environment, we are going to die in the environment we're in. Outside of Jesus, we need forgiveness. We've all sinned. The second gift that we can receive at Christmas and this is my prayer for many of you, if not all of us, is this Christmas we can find peace. How many want to know peace is a gift? And I'm not talking about peace, although world peace would be great. And, and, and if the, the, the conflict in Ukraine and Russia would stop, that would be great. And, and, and obviously we know of a war right now in Israel against Hamas. And, and, and there's all these protests. And peace would be great. That's not the peace I'm talking about. I'm talking about that peace or the lack of peace that keeps some of you awake at night. The, the mind monsters that you're at war against. But speaking of this gift, Jesus in, Ch in Isaiah chapter 9, it was prophesied, verse 6, that for a, for a child would be born to us, a son is given to us. It's to us. It's for us. The government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called wonderful counselor mighty God everlasting father and prince of what peace the peace I'm talking about that is that internal peace and and I think there's three things that rob us of peace and all of us can be robbed of peace because of these three things the first thing is guilt guilt is uh, it, it, it's that it's that lack of peace with God that we have that thing we feel guilty for or the shame the thing we're ashamed of 
But the Bible says there's no condemnation, there's no guilt for those who are in Christ Jesus. It's called peace with God. God has forgiven us. God wants to give us forgiveness. And with that forgiveness comes peace. Where now there's peace we have with God. The Bible says, confess your sins and he's faithful and just to forgive us. Which means we have peace with him. The second thing that causes a lack of peace is grief. That's a big deal. In our home, there's, there's a chair that's empty this year at Christmas time. Because someone slipped out of uh, their earthly tent into heaven. And, and that causes grief. Grief robs us. Grief is painful. It's hurtful memories. It, it, it's a, it could be the loss of, or it could be, maybe this Christmas you're walking through abandonment or divorce. And the grief you have, it, 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 it robs you of the peace. There's that, and it causes anxiety or depression. There's some things that go along with that. And, and, it, and, and I, I, I want you to know that I'm praying for you as you walk through this season. But beyond my concern, God cares for all of you. The Bible says, cast your cares on him because he cares for you. He's the Prince of Peace. If you're hurting today, there's a God you can come to and he'll give you peace. The third thing that robs us of peace is grudges. <laughs> grudges are those things that uh, anyone here ever been angry with anybody else? You know, anger is one letter short of danger. You know that. And, and anger is this weird this weird deal about angry is that is that you know there's probably a grudge you're dealing with if you're out there blowing snow or you're out there you're cooking or you're doing something and while you're doing that you're thinking about oh if I see that person this is what I'm going to say to them maybe I'm, I'm probably the only one in this room that ever has that happen to me it's called a grudge and a grudge robs us of peace See, if God can forgive us, He wants us to forgive others. It's this thing where we can have peace with God and peace with man. And, and it's forgiveness. And, 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 and God wants to give us peace. He wants us to live without guilt. He wants us to live with His empowerment through our grief. He wants us to live free of grudges because he's forgiven us and so we've forgiven others and the, the third gift that I believe God wants to give every one of us this year for Christmas is the gift of eternal life see here's what I know a hundred percent of us in this place will die see there was a day you didn't exist but there'll never be a day now you don't the reality is we're all going to die we live in an earthly tent but there comes a time when there's an expiration date on the milk carton of all of our lives and we don't know what that looks like or when that looks like this last week I, I buried someone that was 41 years of age a year ago I buried someone that just turned 100 we're not promised tomorrow none of us are promised tomorrow 100% of us will die and the second thing I know is we're all eternal beings and we'll spend eternity somewhere when the angels showed up they said don't be scared I've got good news for you and I've got something that will bring joy to the planet Earth. That there's a Savior who's been born. His name is Jesus. And when you find Him, you find good news. You find joy and you find peace. My question is this today for you. Have you found the gift 
of Jesus that will forgive you of your sins. He'll bring peace into your life. And more than that, he'll give you something called eternal life. Because the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Do you know for sure if you die today, you'd go to heaven? If you don't, I simply want to pray with you because I believe this. The gift of Christmas is forgiveness from our past, the peace of mind for our present, and a solid future for eternity. The Bible says if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we'll be saved. Not saved from taxes, not saved from inflation, but saved from our sin that is slowly, it's killing us. It's rotting us from the inside out. So today I want to pray with you. If you've never prayed that prayer to say, Lord, I, I, would you forgive me of my sins? Would you be my Savior and my life leader? I want to pray with you. Every head bowed, every eye closed in this room today. The Bible says if you, you, if you seek Him, you'll find Him. If you seek Him with all your heart, just pray this prayer silently as I pray it out loud. Dear Jesus, today I admit my need for you. Please forgive me for my sins. Please be my Savior. Please be my life leader. I confess my need for you. Help me to serve you the rest of my life in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. What a fantastic service. Be sure to stay in touch by following us on social media so you can stay up to date with all that is happening at True North Church.